Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the new Venom R1 business podcast, and I'm your host. I want to thank you all for passing by. As usual, a lot of things flowing through my mind. My intention for my podcast was always for it to be conversation style. So for today, we're going to get a little bit into the psychology series because I noticed several things about myself and I want to share that with you guys. I had a a situation not too long ago where I was trying to monitor and measure the negative influences in my life. Because I live such a private life, I have the what I consider to be a luxury to maintain my distance in order to secure my peace. My state of mind being a creative person is priceless. And in order to keep the creativity flowing, I have to be in a pleasing, positive mental attitude. I'm inspired by the simplest things, even by just gazing at nature. That puts me in the comfort zone of appreciation to the universe for granting me the opportunity to even bask in the glory of nature. I feel one with the universe when I'm around nature. So even when I, when I put together my podcast, as much as I can, I try to be as close to nature as humanly possible. I realized there were about five negative comments that were made to me. And the frustration that each one of those comments yielded actually led to me not performing to my highest capacity. That's very dangerous when you are in the world of entertainment such as myself. Because I wouldn't let anybody in the world that doesn't know me stop or or even slow me down. Regardless of the nature of their negative comment, gesture, action, etc. But the fact that this came from from a person very close to me um, highlighted many things. Number one, these group of people need to remain at bay as far away from me as possible. That's number one. Number two, I allowed... Uh, damage or penetration to my inner core, to my armor from within. I always perceived the challenges to be external or exterior, outside of my core. These situations have manifested themselves, I'm sorry, manifested themselves from the inner core. Now, by contrast and comparison, I realized that 
many changes have occurred in my day-to-day life to the extent and the extreme that it actually drew my attention to reflect and to think about these moments. It let me realize how dangerous and toxic those situations have been. I also show my gratitude and my appreciation to the higher powers for eliminating those situations from my day-to-day life. I have shared this with you guys previously. And this is a, a new mutation, a new version of the same situation. Life does not come with an instruction manual. There is no left or right. There is no up and down. There's just existence. You have whatever is in existence and the void of existence. That's the yin and the yang. The lightness and the darkness. So, if I had a tree and I fossilized it in some sap or cement or any other coral substance of the earth. Only if I was able to section off a portion of this structure and then further dissect it in layers, could I actually see the difference between, let's say, the tree sap and the actual tree? As a matter of fact, it happens a lot with, let's say, smaller insects that get fossilized in tree sap over millennia, right? You wouldn't be able to enjoy the beauty of a tree if it was in a sphere made up of a substance. Let's say a tree sap, for, for this example, it could be fossilized oil, etc., etc. If it's aquatic, it will be coral. If it's in the desert landscape, it will be a rock formation or something like that. So you need to have the tree firmly planted and you need to have the void around it so that you could walk around the tree. You could sit on the tree. You could gaze at the wildlife interacting, you know, with the tree. To really appreciate it. Life is similar. In the sense that. You do have these voids. But at the same time. It's necessary to have. A certain essence. In and between the void. So. Let's dive in. A little bit deeper. I don't believe that a tree just happens to, you know, be born out of a seed that just randomly fell somewhere along the lines of the universe. I believe that everything has a grandiose design. I believe that if a seed falls in a specific geolocation, 
it was for a reason. For example, if there's a rock formation that eventually decays and becomes a river stream or a waterfall, I believe that that is by design. The difference with the human being and existence is that there has to be the consciousness of the mind in order to validate everything out into the void. By comparison with my situation, I validated the wrong statements from the wrong group of people. And I allowed it to directly manifest or infiltrate my beautifully built universe. Looking back and reflecting at those moments, I can see now the imbalances. And I can trace back the root cause, the event, the nucleus of this change. So, this is to the equivalent of someone telling Kobe Bryant which we all know is an athlete, is a basketball player who practices vicariously every single day. And I was to say to Kobe Bryant, Kobe, you know, just stop practicing. Or just stop playing. And by comparison, putting myself in Kobe's shoes, me realizing, wait a minute, what is the reason that I have stopped practicing or that I have stopped playing the sport of basketball? When in reality, I recognize this to be at the core of my soul, my heart, my mind, and my spirit. How could I have allowed an external Peace of the external void of life influence my inner core, my inner belief. I want us to take a moment to reflect on that. Now let's peel back some of the layers, okay? My intention with this group of people has been to enlighten them. And guide them towards the simple principles that lead to success. And when I mean success, I mean quantum success. A realm that I only understood as of the last few years. As a matter of fact, I can look back to potentially the the last five to seven years where I fully have grasped the concept of what quantum growth is. When a person becomes successful, they are so appreciative and humble to the universe that they hold on to the truth of the understanding that knowledge is not power. That knowledge is potential. And that potential can lead to potential power. 
Therefore, a person that is successful is in full streamlined synchronicity with the universe. The frequency that they emit and all of the elements in and within that person's lives resonates with everything around that person. And that is the only time that true success is achieved. Therefore, they hold the truth that in order to maintain your blessings is to give them away. The only way to maintain the greatest amount of knowledge is to pass it on. Because the master, the teacher, truly is the greatest student. If I know how to sharpen a sword, a samurai blade, a katana blade, every single time that I teach my tribe how to process the metals and forge them into a sword and sharpen that sword every single time that I teach that lesson I am by default resharpening my own sword so as a master I am a master because I dominated the lesson taught to me once. The proof of my mastery is the fact that I can teach it. You see, I can master a skill. But to truly master that skill, I have to know how to teach that skill. If I know how to make a good lasagna or a good oatmeal cookie, and I work based on inspiration. And I am world renowned. Everyone loves my, you know, my oatmeal cookies, my macaroni and cheese, for example, or my lasagna. But I am unable to share that with the world. My knowledge and understanding is limited. Understandably so, based on the fact that I'm unable to teach it. It dies with me. It stays with me. And it cannot manifest outside of me. Now. If I'm able to truly dominate it. I can cater it. To anyone. Regardless of culture. Background. Age. Or even financial limitations. Now. Every single time. With the example given. That I'm. Cultivating the metals that I'm forging the sword and I'm teaching the art of sharpening the actual sword. Every time that I'm teaching this understanding, I am creating a whole new sword. Bigger, better, bolder, stronger, more efficient, more effective, more streamlined, more in synchronicity with the universe. I learned the lesson once and I mastered it. I learned to teach the lesson and I mastered it beyond the realm 
of the understanding that was taught to me. It was taught to me in a format for me to learn. Nobody implemented how to teach it. I added that on my own. So I multiplied the energy that was given to me with the understanding. Now, every single time that I teach this lesson to my alumni, I'm forging a more powerful blade. You reach a moment where that blade is literally untouchable because it's so powerful, it's so pristine, it's so perfect. Maybe to the extent that the blade is no longer forged out of a metal. Maybe now it's forged out of diamonds. Think about the opulence, the brilliance, the beauty, understanding all of the properties of a blade that could be constructed of diamonds. Diamonds are forged in the fire with the pressure, and they start as small pieces of coal that are compressed and compacted and eventually yield what we know today to be a diamond. Now I can further my inclination to secure that when I teach the lesson, I'm also teaching others how to teach. I got to hear the lesson one time. My alumni get to hear the lesson one or two times. But if I teach this lesson a thousand times, I remastered this lesson a thousand times over. My knowledge far supersedes the person or the group of people that have taught me. If I teach the lesson 10,000 times, 100,000 times, or a million times, imagine the level of understanding that I'm able to harness and also express to all of you. Now, I want us to take a quick moment to, to digest that, to consume that, to process that. This is a lesson of a samurai. The samurai must learn how to be a ninja from time to time. In this particular circumstance, I have to resort to my default programming, which is to pray on the situation. Pray for clarity and pray for wisdom. So that I can master what is going on. I see the extent of the damage that was done. By a group of people that were so close to my heart. That I care for and love dearly. But I understand. That my future is in peril. Every single time I am around this group of people. This collective does not understand the exact moment 
that I am living in my life. It's a challenge because I hold all of this knowledge. And the people closest to me are just beginning to understand. From a psychological standpoint, I understand that they are emotionally invested. Because of that, their perspectives are limited. The filter with which they are viewing the situation is very limited. By comparison, all of you, my alumni, are able to gravitate towards this knowledge and information. You're able to process it, understand it, and apply it because we are not emotionally invested. All I represent, all I am in your journey and in your path is a sage. And I give you the example with Yoda in Star Wars. I can only show you how to use the Force. Whatever you do with the Force is up to you. I can teach you about psychology. I can teach you about business. I can teach you about investments. As much as I can teach you about life. I can share with you every step of the way as I'm going through it myself. But what you do with that ultimately relies on your own judgment. On what you're willing to pay and receive in exchange from the universe. I can teach you all the books to read. I can explain to you every lesson. I can guide you towards every business class or course that may lead to the full success of whatever endeavors you have in your life and in your journey, in your pursuit of happiness. But what you do with that ultimately is up to you. I learned so many things about success. In such a deep spectrum that I understood why success was continuously happening around me. The biggest lesson that I can teach any of you is that none of it was under my control. None of it was under my understanding. I overstood, corrected. It didn't make sense to me at first. But all I needed was an opportunity to see that it was possible. I began to see so many people around me become successful in all aspects of life, especially in business. And I remember thinking to myself that I have found the crowning jewels, the holy grail. I'll give you the example that Jim Rohn gives 
in one of his most famous lectures where he said that in a business course or a business gathering, a meeting, he was taking so many notes that people around him were surprised. They were saying to themselves, I don't know what kind of knowledge is being given here that inclines him to realize the knowledge that has been given to him. But whatever it is, he's going to walk away with it. So it was a moment of reflection for everybody around Jim Rohn. But what he walked out of that conference room with forever changed the course of his life. He would have never become the person that he eventually became had it not been for those principles that he was able to discover. So again, by comparison, I feel the same way. Being a witness to so many people being successful, understanding of the rules of engagement, what was it that these people were doing differently? And I analyzed it from a completely different perspective because at heart, I'm still a kid from a village that had no roads overseas back home. I'm still a kid from Harlem and the Bronx further than that. My perspective is very unique because I've been able to travel the world and understand. Like Charles Xavier, my mental capacity is above genius level. My greatest attribute is to understand people. And to understand the concept of time. All of a sudden time froze for me. Because I understood. That I was in a privileged position of power. To learn. To ask questions. To be open minded. To be coachable. To understand finally that there's a million ways to make an oatmeal cookie. It's all the same ingredients, but it's the sequencing of those ingredients. It is the variables in every step of that formula that make one oatmeal cookie much greater than any other generic oatmeal cookie. I remember an old business partner say that Growing up in the South, the pinch of sugar, the pinch of salt and pepper makes the complete difference. And in that Southern comfort um, food, I could not agree more in life. Sometimes... It's okay to understand, as hurtful as it can be, when the higher power removes certain people, places, things, variables, elements, circumstances from your life. This morning, I had a colleague of mine 
say that some people never belong in your life in the first place. Therefore, one should not feel the loss of a peer when life removes those people from your life. I believe that the truth does not hurt, but accepting the truth does. I am at a point in my life where everything is real. There is no hypocrisy. There is no negativity or deception or falsehood in my life. Because of that, anything that is impure stands out. Where you have a beautiful, colorful universe, you may see an element that is black and white or stone cold, even in its appearance. I also want to mention a comment that another friend of mine made. You know, people that are negative, envious, hurtful, or of a ulterior motive, find their way out of your life without you even having to invest any effort to do so. In a sense, this situation has been a cleanse, spiritually, psychologically. Even things that seem complex, you know, three, four months ago, all of a sudden are crystal clear. Things that necessarily didn't make sense are starting to make sense. Things that weren't necessarily not clear are starting to clear up. And I walk away with the learning experience. I walk away with the lessons learned throughout this process where I am receiving the wisdom and the clarity to oversee this situation. Therefore, I choose to share this with all of you based on how it may help you in your journey, in your development, as far as your life. I am humbled to reach this moment of Eureka, Utopia. It is exactly what I prayed for. I have a very big heart. Because of that, I have to protect it. I have to be 
very careful with whom I share my happiness with. From my youth, all of the goals and aspirations and dreams that I had were never selfish. They always projected outward. I always wanted the success of the dreams of all around me to be fulfilled. Anthony Robbins gave a speech where he said that some of the most hurt and broken spirited people in life turn out to be the most loving and the most giving. Sadly, some people that are born with the silver spoon and the privilege of opulence grow to be self-centered and selfish in all the things that they do and could care less about the rest of the world. They're constantly pouring within but never are strong enough to pour outwards. I've been hurt for many years of my life. I've been vulnerable. I've been betrayed. I've been abandoned, backstabbed, blackballed, black sheep. You name it. Yet I knew somehow that that way of living or that understanding, those feelings that I was feeling, which was an unknown variable given to me by the universe, I knew that there was something greater than. I don't have a full answer for that, but I can acknowledge the fact that I did understand that there was something greater, and that's what I pursued. Inevitably, I didn't want anybody close to me to feel what I felt in neglect and abandonment. In a sense, in my brokenheartedness. And that pursuit, that inclination, that variable led to the construction of the enormous heart that I have. I'm able to tune in to people's emotions because I believe that pain is the universal language and if I understand pain I can understand anything because everything in this universe is able to feel love and also pain so I became a warrior to abolish all negativity and pain from those that I deemed closest to my heart. So when I became successful, I pursued everything and everyone that I cared about. And I tried my best to influence as much happiness into their understanding and their lives as possible. Yet, 
Sometimes that is not reciprocated. It doesn't boomerang back. You can no longer do things at that point and expect anything in return from anyone, even appreciation. So another lesson has been learned. Another level of hierarchy has been achieved. Now, I couldn't do things based on the essence or the void, the yin and the yang, the light or the dark. It couldn't be left, right, up, down. It just had to be. So everything that I do stems from what's inside of my heart. Regardless of how the world views it, sees it, processes whatever's happening. Regardless of any unknown variable, I can only control my universe, my domain, my way of thinking, my way of feeling, my intuition, my experience in this vast universe, which we're all connected to. Again, holding on to the truth that this moment is happening because you've accepted it in your universe as well as I have in my universe. So, I understood that nobody owes us anything in life. It doesn't mean that we are not allowed at least to have our feelings about things and our points of views, our perspectives... Because that is what makes us human. That's the human consciousness that accepts that this universe exists with all these known parables and parameters and frames, etc. I didn't have to like it. I didn't have to understand it. I didn't have to relate to it. I didn't have to support it. It was beyond those optional realms. Me becoming successful and purchasing a home for a family member had to be about that inclination Stemming from my own heart, from my mind, my spirit, my body, and my soul. Not about whether or not that individual or collective of people would appreciate it, number one. Or would have done the same had they been in the position of power to do so. I also understood that you cannot be all things to all people in all places at all circumstances all the time. When someone closes their heart, their mind, their body, their spirit, their soul to you, when they close that off, nothing will ever be Sufficient. Nothing will ever be enough. 
nothing will ever be acceptable. Again, I don't expect you to agree or support or relate to or understand. I know it's hard to process these key concepts, but our liberation stems from the truth. The truth being the ability, the gift, the humbling experience to see things for how they truly are. There are relatives and family members and loved ones that will never love me, that will never appreciate me, that will never understand me, that will never relate to me, that will never support me, that will never be a part of my life. When I thought about success, I thought about all these wonderful people around me and my dreams. Now when I think about my dreams, I see people without faces. Now I embrace that my true friends are international exterior, not from the nucleus core of the people that I held consciously or subconsciously closest to my heart. On my journey to success, when the times are right, these new friends will become part of my life. The new variables of the people closest to me are more complex and completely different. This variable has once again become a wild card. I don't see the silhouette of people that I used to know or that were closer or closest to me throughout the developmental years of my life. These are all new faces, all new circumstances. I used to wonder to myself when I observed people from a third person, you know, perspective. I also use that for myself to observe how I'm developing and growing throughout life. I used to ask myself, you know, let me give you a hypothetical example. So, I have a villa, condominium in France. I travel frequently to Spain and Italy, back and forth. I have other homes around France, but I own the one in France. So, I meet a group of people that are small business owners. They all love wine. I incorporate, 
you know, my Cuban cigars every time that we hang out. But they also own boats. They own yachts. Not the biggest, not the smallest, just very nice, decent, you know, lifestyle. Size of a yacht. And when you ask them about their family members and their friends, out of thousands and thousands and thousands of people, they have to really think deep to tell you about one or two people that are still a part of their lives. Now, they're multimillionaires. The way that they manifest is five diamond. The way they talk, the way they dress, the way they treat people, how humble they are, regardless of what they have in the bank, regardless of success in business, Material possessions, status symbols, uh, purchases. I'm able to learn just from the mannerisms of how they carry themselves. And at first, I started to feel bad, right? I'm like, man, you know, if I was this person's brother or cousin or relative, you know, I would realize that all they want is companionship. All they want is support. And that's how they were able to achieve the success. That's that's what they thought they were going to gain when they reached the success. And now purposely, people close to them realize that and they withdraw their love and support. To me, that's some evil shit. But I see the spine in the roles of each one of those people. The rose being who they are inside. I understand now why a rose has to have thorns. It's a reminder. When you give somebody some roses, they have to cut the spines out. You know, the spines are there to protect the rose. But eventually, those spines are shed. And the beauty of the rose or the flower can be achieved because they're trimmed and decorated and placed in the right setting. What I didn't realize was that I was looking at a time machine and a mirror of the future. And eventually, I was seeing myself after achieving success. Now, I would ask myself, like, you know, these people have it all, and yet they live such a simple life, you know. They wake up, do regular things, you know, eat breakfast, exercise, check the mail, pay some bills, check on their business. Then it's time to spend time with some friends and some family, you know. Maybe they go out on a date with the wives, you know. And then at night, after some rest, they're on their their yacht and they're taking a cruise to whatever restaurant they decide to, to peer at so that they can have dinner. And in between whatever they do for their day, it's about enjoying the waters and just cruising, enjoying the breeze, 
and being able to reflect on life. Not worried about fashion or jewelry or trends or the media or the nonsense. Like it's the French Riviera lifestyle. And I realized that is my destiny. Once you leave the pier and your yacht, it doesn't matter how big your house is, what you have in the bank, how fancy your car is. What matters is that the water is available to everyone. And your boat may be bigger than mine's. Yours may be more powerful and fancier. Mine's may have flashier colors. But the importance is that we're all here because we all understand. We all wish that it could be family and friends that we grew up with that are with us in this French Riviera. But we also walk with the acceptance, maybe the shame and the hurt, that it would never be that that way. Because of everything that they've experienced in their lives, that's the reason why they are such nice, humble, down-to-earth people. They're just a pleasure and a joy to be around. And maybe because of that appreciation that I have, is the reason why I'm pleasing to be around. Yet, two totally different groups of people can come together and ride, you know, the aquatic uh, power sport marina life. And this is how people reflect for months at a time throughout a year, for some people for years at a time. What may be a vacation for you that's three, four, five months for another group of people could be five, six, seven years. So you're worried about what you're stressing over the last 10, 15, 20 years. Some people go on vacation for 20 years. And all they do is reflect for those 20 years like a sabbatical. Sometimes in life, we are in the sabbatical of our lives where we need to reflect on the last nine, ten leap years. Let's use these next two or three years to reflect on what the fuck has happened. We're in this entanglement like Christmas trees and fucking Christmas lights. You know, when you take all the holiday decorations down and you put them in boxes, you don't realize to the next year when you're untangling that shit. What the fuck was I thinking? What was I going through? Why did I pack this the way that I did? And again, I can find inspiration in anything. So I reflect on every moment that I can possibly reflect on. A lot of times things make sense. A lot of times they don't. But I still have to reflect. That's why I smoke weed. I have to. I'm a hippie. I like to be happy down to earth, happy go lucky, listen to music, do activities. I like to enjoy my life. It's not the same as doing music in the sense that, you know, I do music so I can perform it live and I can make a living. But what I really like to do is drive my cars and listen to music and drive to a venue and listen to music. And arrive at a place and listen to music. Everything around my life is built around music. I just happen to create music. But as much as I create music, which I create a lot of music, I also get to enjoy and listen to a lot of music. 
and I'm tapping into the mind, the body, and the soul, the spirit of that person, that musician, that writer, that uh, instrument player, regardless of the time frame, the era, or the genre of music. This is the French Riviera lifestyle. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be in France. For you, it could be in Italy. For you, it could be in Germany. For you, it could be in Spain. For you, it could be in Dubai. For you, it could be in Canada. For you, it could be in Barbados. It doesn't matter. Life will provide this opportunity to everyone. Because it's not about what you have in the bank, the businesses that you have, the success in your career, the materialistic bullshit, the jewelry, the clothes. None of that shit matters. You know what matters? Being in the water. Everyone is allowed to swim. Whether you're a billionaire, a trillionaire, a gazillionaire, a millionaire, or just a humble, poor person like I am. We're all allowed to swim. Like every baby is allowed to give baby steps and crawl and eventually walk. Every baby is allowed to be carried. In this life, we're all allowed to be a part. What roles, what positions we play is based on the yin and the yang, the lightness and the darkness, the essence and the void. I don't believe that I'm a seed that just fell on the ground and just happened to grow where I grew. I believe that it was orchestrated for me to be born onto my parents, onto my family, onto, you know, entertainment, music, movies, etc. As an entrepreneur, as an influencer, now as a podcaster, I'm going to be doing podcasts for the rest of my life. I'm going to be an influencer for the rest of my life. I'm going to do music for the rest of my life. I already know that. Nothing can ever change that. What has begun to change are the people, the places, and the circumstances closest to me. As much as I believe that my success was about expressing it to other people, it has really been a journey of me teaching myself through life as my guide. Because life has taught me. None of these things have happened because of me. I still believe in working hard and having goals and having a directive. Having clearly defined goals, etc. But just like I was mesmerized by all the people around me that were successful, the same is true for me. I'm still learning. And that's the secret. People think, oh, you become a millionaire. You got it all figured out. No, I'm still learning. I'm still reaching for my highest potential. And for me, it puts everything into perspective. It is not my responsibility. It is not my path or my journey to help all around me understand what I'm trying to convey. It is not even of my choosing to want to convey these key concepts. This has never been about anyone but myself. I understand that now. I had the dream 
to fulfill everyone else's dream. That was my dream. It was a miscommunication between me and the universe because my dream was to be successful, was to be happy, was to be void of pain, but in the essence of love. And once I realized that I already had that, now the world became my playground. Now the world became something that I could fully control, master, and administrate however I saw fit. By understanding the concept of time, I became a time traveler because time froze. It was no longer about the things that were happening in my life, but the meaning that I gave to those things. Even now, as I'm shedding this shell of understanding, and the caterpillar is becoming a butterfly, I finally understand the why. What was the reason? You see, this whole time I was a caterpillar. Very educated, very smart, very efficient, very effective, very talented. Very amazing. But there was a higher level than that. Now I get to be the butterfly. I get to fly above and see things from the eagle's perspective. I have a deeper understanding. I never knew why I studied psychology other than my own mother and myself. Now, my daughter. I didn't know it would open so many doors in business and lead to the legacy of success that I have in business. Certain business ventures I can't even entertain because people are not righteous spiritually and that doesn't sit well with me. It wouldn't allow me to flourish. I'm still learning. Every step of the way, I'm still learning. This is not the destination. This is the beginning of my journey. Everything that has happened prior has been basic training. I could sit here and talk to you about NFTs and technology and retirement and investments and passive income and dividends and long-term goals and short-term goals and legacy goals. We could go on and on and on. One thing I cannot teach you is how to get through life. I can give you pointers that have helped me. I can share with you um, each developmental stage as I'm experiencing it but I can't go through the process for you a lot of the people closest to me love the concept of success love the idea of success but are simply not ready for success are not willing to commit are not willing to put in the hard work one thing Kobe Bryant said in his interview with Patrick Bad David, and shout out to Mr. Patrick Bad David, and shout out to Brooklyn, um, doing her chin ups today, <laughs> working out. I saw her on on Instagram. Um, I have no time for people that are unwilling to commit to success, yet act as if they do. Act like they're in the position of privilege, of power, to basically demand, you know, or request 
and equal treatment as if they were committed to success. I have no time to waste with any negativity, with anyone, with any collective group of people, any situation or circumstance. I have suffered too much in my life. I have invested too much in my life. I have sacrificed too much in my life. I cannot stop. I am on my way to greatness mountain. And because of that, now I have to hold myself to a higher standard. When a person reveals who they are, you have to believe them. I'm not saying to like it, to support it, to relate to it, to agree, or even to understand it. But it's something that must happen, just like the rivers must continue to flow. And the winds must continue to move in direction. We only have one life to live. We only get one opportunity to learn these things. I cannot keep myself from living the French Riviera lifestyle. Because it doesn't fit into the perspective or the state of mind of those deemed to be closest to me or my heart. This is the reality that we live in. This is the understanding that at the time I never knew that I had. I think back to so many situations, circumstances, people, places, and things where things just didn't work out. And I didn't understand at the time why. I tried to extrapolate every valuable lesson. Yet I had to balance that learning or that understanding experience. When I did see people become successful and the variables that came along with that success. I know people that were very successful in business and have problems with their families and their marriages. I know people that reach a certain echelon and status in life and have problems with drugs and alcoholism. Everything has become a balance, you know, a full understanding of not being certain, not being secure, not knowing what God's next move is or is not. I don't know these things. I know how many years I spent speaking Japanese to a Chinese person. In a sense, Explaining to my loved ones and my peers, this is the secret to become successful. Not only can you do it, not only can I do it, but together we can do it even greater. Whomever that calling was for, whomever needed to hear that battle cry, heard it, applied themselves. And continued on this war, on this journey of a warrior.
to achieve that success. Whomever was not meant to understand, didn't put the effort to understand, did not. And life has eradicated that energy in this cleanse of my life. I am in the most important moment of my life. All these things, like a fine tea or a fine wine, have brewed to lead to this position. Now I have to proceed with caution. Now I have to be the most careful. I can no longer fight the universe if the universe removes this group of people from my life. I may not be able to get to where I need to go in life if I am surrounded by these people that simply do not understand. It is sad, but true. And it can be sad depending how you view it. But I choose to be neutral. I choose to learn the lesson that the universe wants me to learn. There is more to this life than what we can see, hear, feel, experience, or even understand. I have no idea where this journey is going to go. When I think about my tour as an artist, I know there are millions of dollars already there in place. That's no longer my concern. I'm not worried about it anymore. 10, 15, 20 years ago, even 25 years ago, I would think that that would be the only thing on my mind. And yet, I'm more concerned with connecting with these people all over the world through my music that I cannot release commercially, that the world may never acknowledge all of these wonderful things. For example, I know that getting verification with World's Guinness Book of Records is going to cost me a few hundred thousand dollars. Well, fuck it. I'll worry about that shit later. The same thing with registering my songs, you know, and going through all these legal avenues, ASCAP, BMI, this time, the third release or whatever. You know what? Fuck it. There's time for that. I'm not worried about that right now. What I am concerned with is pushing forward and growing. This situation for me has been nothing more than a learning experience. As much as I know, I don't know everything. As much as I understand, I don't understand everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly fine. Because who does know everything? Who does know or understand everything? Not many, if any. I have to put myself through this process in order to grow. I have to learn all of these valuable lessons regardless of what they are. 
I have no choice but to deal with these circumstances. It doesn't have to make sense to the rest of the world. It makes sense to me. When I go overseas, all of my content will be just like today's podcast. I'm just going to be reflecting on all of these key concepts. The difference is you're going to get a visual counterpart. I can only imagine what people will think and feel, what they will experience overseas when I'm in a gym working out or I'm jogging through the streets and I have a selfie cam and a pair of wireless headphones and I'm doing my podcast while I'm doing my vlog. Just to give you an example. To them, this is a whole new realm. It's a whole new world. They've never seen nothing like that. People will first think like, he's not embarrassed. He's being recorded and, and he's working out and he's doing this. And, oh my God, they're recording him and he's eating. You know, and, and look, he got lasagna on his shirt. Like, that's the human element. That's the human factor. That's exactly why I'm doing it. I need to have a way to keep myself grounded. I'm going to be so busy with work. I don't have time to go shopping and spend money on dumb shit. And when the tour is over, I'm going to be quietly in my mansion enjoying my family. That's it. Simple life. I don't have to go to a movie set or a studio set or a radio show to feel relevant or to create content or to connect with my fans or to share what I'm feeling. You guys are with me long term. You're going to go on this journey with me because you already are a part of this journey. When I have no one else, I have all of you. When I think that I need something else, I realize how much I need you guys to go through this experience with. Because nobody is going to understand the signature of my thoughts and my mind and my heart more than you guys. And this is the reason why I do it every day. Whether we're doing a module, we're doing an educational series, whether I'm telling you about the stock market, doesn't matter. I'm humble and appreciative that you all are here. Because as much as you need me to be part of a universe, I need you to be part of mine. This gives my universe relevance and importance and also the urgency to show you guys. Because you're willing to learn. You're willing to see. You have the faith of a child and the faith of a mustard seed. Sadly, I wish that all of my audience, all of my fans, all of my alumni, my peers, you're all my business partners. I wish it was family members and friends. I wish it was people that I saw suffering and struggling for my entire life. I wish that I could fulfill that part of my dream. But I also realize and I accept that I am going to fulfill that for them. But it will be indirectly. They will have to read about me in a book. See me on TV. Listen to me on the internet and on the radio. 
to appreciate and understand. It could have been different. They all could have been right here with me enjoying the success. Yet, they chose to not have faith and have doubt and not have belief and have indifference that they created themselves. Therefore, when you think about somebody being successful, you see how distant that they are from so many elements, including, you know, certain people, as I'm explaining here, myself personally. And you wish, you fantasize to yourself, man, you know, if I could do it, I would do it differently because of this, this, that, and the third. There's a reason why that signature is found in most people that are successful. Why is it that they all wind up in the French Riviera enjoying their lifestyle with their beautiful yacht? And if it's a man, it's husband and wife. If it's a if it's a woman, is you know wife and the husband. They all have relatives. They all have family members. They all have peers. They all have colleagues. They all have childhood friends. Why are they alone in Monaco, driving the Ferrari and the Porsche and the Lamborghini? Why are those worlds smaller? Why in Monaco is it good enough to have a penthouse overlooking a beautiful view? And it's not as big as a mansion. It's not as fancy as an estate. Yet, why is it good in that market? Because it is private. Because it is disconnected. Because it is exclusive. Because it is distanced from all negativity. The same way I can relate to the people in the French Riviera. I can relate to the people in Monaco. And these are just two extreme examples. You may fit it to your own life or lifestyle. As you see it fit. The universe is based on your quantity, your capacity, how you want to view it. My mentors used to always say, everybody doesn't want a BMW. I just understood what they meant today. I've been saying it in the last few months on our podcast. Your dreams are of your own choosing. Your own quantity Quality, likeness, etc. You get to choose, you get to decide what your definition of success is. In a way, the man that I didn't want to become, the man that I didn't want to be is the man that I am today. So I'll give you an example, and I want you to think about an animation of a black and white drawing. Except any highlight, you can add whatever colors you want. For me, I like red tones. So red, pink, you know, aqua, purples, blues, right? Okay. Think about a man with shorts. 
barefooted, walking on a pier with a long sleeve shirt rolled up in each arm. The shirt is halfway unbuttoned. Maybe he has a gold chain on. Well-groomed, light beard, nice gentleman's haircut. My hair is long, so think about my Miami Vice Sonny Crockett look, right? With my ponytail. Maybe with some shades on, maybe not. On one hand, a fine bottle of wine, two glasses, nice Rolex watch. On the other hand, a nice diamond tennis bracelet, my wedding band, and a Cuban cigar. I'm on the French Riviera, or I'm in Monaco, walking on a pier, walking past these little restaurants and pop-up shops and outdoor eateries, and I'm walking on this wooden pier. And at the end of that wooden pier is this beautiful restaurant. And my beautiful wife awaits for me there with my sandals on the floor. She's in a beautiful white dress. She has her her nice designer sunglasses on. Her hair is tied, beautiful um, hoop earrings, for example. Beautiful rolls in her hair decoration. Maybe she has a straw hat on. Maybe I have a, a straw fedora on. I embrace my wife with a beautiful kiss. Passionate kiss. I tell her that I love her. I sit on the table. I actually jumped the gun to save myself. But I wanted to paint this beautiful picture for you. You know, it's probably 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The sun is bright and is beaming. And the water is calm. And you can see some boats, you know, flying along the Riviera in the water. You can see families playing, kids running around close by the water. The grandparents enjoying their life. They're probably drinking some rum or some whiskey or some cognac. Yet, I'm enjoying a glass of wine with my beautiful wife. Nobody else is there. There's not a computer, laptop, cell phone, digital platform in sight. I don't care about Wi-Fi. There's probably a trio singing Hispanic music, old trios and boleros. And this is just the first pit stop. Dinner will be at a much later time. There may be little snacks here and there on the table. But that vision that I felt that was limited, that I felt that was constrained, is the reality of my life. Everything I'm doing now is to become that man, is to be that person. You know, probably have several decades, millions of dollars in the bank, not worried about anything but enjoying my life with my beautiful wife as I travel the world. 
I may travel by land, I may travel by sea, I may travel by air, but for sure it's me and my wife. It's not me and all of these people that don't understand how I would be able to appreciate a simple moment like that. I didn't say the restaurant was mine. I didn't say that the boat was mine. I didn't say that I had on these, you know, Louis Vuitton or Gucci moccasins. No. At the end of the day, when it comes to success, life is about the people that you love and the people that love you. When it's all said and done, we're all fighting to reach the success for what? I know my family, if they had a private jet, like I do, would not make it available to me. Their excuse would be, at minimum, pay for the gas for it. But if God blesses me to have a small jet, you know, we're talking anything less than 8 to $10 million, $12 million max, they would not make it available to me. Yet, if God blesses me, I will make it available to them because that's who I am. And I know it's an extreme example, but I have to paint a mental picture for all of you to understand what I'm trying to convey. For so many years, I held myself to this standard. And it's all bullshit. It's all based on nothingness. Why? Because I didn't want my family to feel the pain that they put me through. As I'm soothing their pain, I'm really trying to comfort my own pain. I'm really trying to send a clear message to them of how, they, how much they hurt me, how much they damaged me and scarred me for life. When in reality, the cure, the antidote to that negativity and that pain and sorrow was for God to eliminate them from my life, which is exactly what God did. And I may be able to inspire them. Deep down inside, when they go through their own psychological nonsense and the unraveling of their mind or their state of mind, the way that they are, the way that they manifest with the world, even if it's from a distance, I achieve my goal. I achieve my dream. So I need to give myself props and give myself the praise for that. Once they unravel the shit that they got going on in their hearts and their minds and their souls, at least they'll be able to say it's possible. Hey, you know, my cousin, my cousin Juju, man, he did it. Look at him now. Even if it takes years, even a lifetime, when it's all said and done, they're going to be able to look at my life experience and say that I did it. So God gave me what I wanted in a completely different way. You know, I asked for it and I may have received it in a different way. Yet, I'm appreciative that, that it happened that way. Pour it in a cup for me. Right? I'm on, I'm, excuse me, puppy. Give me one second. So, I can allow myself this understanding 
of what we're calling today's podcast, which is the French Riviera lifestyle. It wasn't perfect. Just like a diamond or even an emerald can be found. And maybe the way that it was excavated cut a few features into the precious stone or gem. But it doesn't take away from the essence or the void that is reminiscent when, you know, a specific... uh, precious uh, stone is cast or cut. So it, it puts everything into perspective. One moment can change your life or it can stay the same, right? I can choose for these things to completely pass over as if they're not important. Or I can acknowledge them to allow myself the healing that I'm seeking. I may very well continue to drive the Lamborghini by myself. As obnoxious as a yellow paint job would be, I would be with my children, my beautiful wife, or by myself. I look forward to a retirement where I get to do my podcast from the cabin of my vehicle as I'm enjoying my car collection. Although I dreamed of showcasing it to the world and sharing it with the world and sharing it with my friends and family and my loved ones and my peers, that's not the way that God had it written for me. I became the man in the silhouette walking with the wine bottle, two glasses, and a Cuban cigar on a pier in Monaco or the French Riviera on my way to meet my wife. Not too bad, if I may say so myself. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all the time that we have for today. I hope that this helps you in any way, shape, or form that it can on your journey in your pursuit of happiness. Have a wonderful day today. May you conquer everything in your path. May everything that you touch turn into solid gold. Always remember to dream big. Because dreams come true. It happened to me. And I know for a fact. It's going to happen to you. Tune in. See you guys on the next one. Um, I hope. You were all able to have a moment of reflection. As I was able to. As I have. Um, Again I really really appreciate you guys. Coming along with me in this journey. And. You know, in any way that this can help you, 
please like, subscribe, share, comment down below. Um, I read every single comment, and I greatly appreciate it. You know, the 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 shows and the programs have grown organically, and that's why I'm so selfish with all of you guys. I look at all the analytics, I look at all the statistics, and I greatly, greatly appreciate each and every one of you. So have a wonderful day, and we'll see you on the next one. God bless. Thank you so much. You are my inspiration. You inspire me daily.